Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Previously on Secluded Thoughts. You need to see your mother as an actual person who has a life and who has different experiences versus just looking at her as a parent. Because we tend to hold people to higher standards when it's our family and we associate that title with them. So for example, you have a mother, right? If you see her as a parent, you see her in that maternal role, you are going to have high expectations of what you expect her to do for you as her child Because that is your mother. You have an idea of what you think a mother should be like and how you think a mother should act. And so you are going to hold your mother to those standards and you are going to forget that she is a real person. So the first thing I would suggest to you is that you see them just as a person versus a parent. Like let's just make her a human being for one second so that it takes the edge off and it takes the pressure off. And it doesn't hold her to those unrealistic standards that you may have. Now, it might not be unrealistic, but compared to what her experience might have been, it could have been unrealistic for her. So let me break this down further with the second thing. So let's break this down further with the second thing I'd advise you to do. So now that we have stripped your mother from her titles and expectations let's focus on who she is as an individual so let's call her Jane right I know that's kind of bland but I just want something that's one syllable and I can't think of anything else right now so bear with me so let's say your mother is Jane we are not looking at her as your mother let's look at her as Jane now who is Jane do you know her backstory do you know what she has been through take a second to put yourself in Jane's shoes considering all of the things that you know that this person has been through. Try to put yourself in their shoes and see how you would feel if you had some of those experiences or if you had all of those experiences and how would that shape you? How would that affect how you treat people or how you look at the world or how you raise a child? Take a second to put yourself in Jane's shoes. What kind of person do you think you would be? How do you think you would act if you had the same experiences that Jane had? And the reason I'm saying this is because when we put the title on Jane as mother, we slam on all of the expectations of what that motherly role comes with and what we expect from her. But... If Jane was abandoned by her parents when she was younger, how do you expect Jane to know how to raise you, her child? Or if she was abused, how do you expect her to love you freely and communicate effectively when she has only memories of trauma 
and no recollection of any type of healthy communication or positive affirmations in her life from her childhood or at all. Or if Jane was raised in a house where the mother wasn't very, you know, nurturing and she wasn't open with her and she was, you know, very strict and she never built a relationship with her mother, how do you expect Jane to somehow now suddenly have those skills and be able to communicate effectively with you as her child and just be, you know, all lovey-dovey and open and just, you know, the most heartwarming mother that you expect her to be? Based on all of the experiences that she has had up to the point of giving birth to you, she is not really qualified to give you that type of care and affection that you want. You expect it because that's what you expect from a mother. When you think of a mother, you think of somebody who's loving and affectionate and a certain type of way towards their children, right? You have applied all of society's expectations of a mother to Jane, your mother, but she did not have she did not have a traditional loving childhood growing up. She did not have a loving family. She did not come from a two-parent household. She may have came from abuse. She may have been an orphan. She may have been bullied all her life and you know, she, like she may have been through some things that changed her. And as a result, it turned her into a type of person that's not very open, a type of person that puts a lot of walls up, the type of person that doesn't communicate effectively, doesn't express their emotions. She may, you know, be repeating some of these patterns from her childhood from abuse onto you. And you don't like that because it's not right, but she doesn't know any better. That is all Jane knows. That's what she received and that is all she knows. She may not be intentionally trying to harm you, but that is what she knows. She just might be doing her best. Like, if you have a good parent, if your parent loves you, in my opinion, they are going to try to give you a better life than they have, right? But if they never had some of those experiences, if they have never healed from their traumas as children or any other traumas in their adult life, they are not going to be able to love you and treat you in the way that you expect from them. But maybe in their mind, them doing their best is protecting you from all of the harm that they experienced as a child. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. So let's say Jane 
was abandoned when she was younger. Maybe she was an orphan or maybe her parents walked out on her. Now Jane is saying, you know what? I may not be the best mother, but I will make sure that my child will never be abandoned by me. I will make sure that I am always there, right? Or maybe Jane was poor growing up and she didn't have any money and she didn't know where her next meal would come from. And then she swore that her children would never be hungry. So she works her ass off to make money to feed you, but she may not be the best communicator. So in her mind, she's doing a great job because she's giving you a life better than she had. You are not hungry, but in your mind, because you are holding her to all of these expectations, you are resenting her for not living up to these expectations and treating you how you want to be treated. But Jane is just simply not qualified. She doesn't have those experiences. She is doing her best in terms of, you know, what she believes that she can work with. She's giving you a better life than she had. So, you know, in her mind, she's doing a great job. But because you are forgetting that she's a human being and she's had experiences and you're applying all of these expectations and these standards from society, you are just building up resentment towards Jane. And that's just, it's not going to help either one of you. So think about a person in your life, whether it's your mother, your father, a cousin, an aunt, a sibling, whoever. Think about what that person may have dealt with in their childhood, in their adulthood, or throughout their lives that may have scarred them and that they may not have healed from. And thus they have put up walls and they are not able to treat you how you want to be treated or they have some really bad habits or poor communication skills where they may, I don't know, yell at you or something or say mean things to you, but it's really because of the experiences in life that they have had where they are either taking out all of that trauma on the people around them or they are used to it because they got used to a life of trauma and so they are bringing that to the table or they are just used to that kind of treatment because maybe they were yelled at throughout their childhood or they were, you know, abused in some way. And so they are just transferring that to the other people in their family, including yourself. And they may either not see anything wrong with it or they know it's wrong, but they just don't know how to change because they haven't healed from their trauma. Let me tell you something. The hardest thing to do is heal. Like sometimes healing from your pain is worse than the actual incident that caused the pain because healing forces you to relive the moment. It forces you to deal with some tough feelings. It forces you to ask yourself some questions like, why didn't this person love me or what did I do to deserve this? Like it really brings out some of the worst emotions that you can feel. And so not a lot of people are healed. Not a lot of people choose to go down that path. Some people just choose to put a mask on or forget it and they don't realize that when you don't heal, you develop certain behaviors subconsciously, whether it be to protect yourself or it makes you closed off or whatever it is, but subconsciously you develop certain behaviors and certain patterns that starts hurting the people around you and negatively affecting your relationships because you are just in defense mode or you are on the offense because of the trauma you have gone through. So not everybody has 
decided to heal themselves. So they are acting a certain way because of the experiences that they have had. And let me just get something clear. I am not saying this to try to justify anything that anybody has ever done to you or is continuously doing to you. I'm trying to make you understand why people do certain things or why people are the way they are by putting yourself in their shoes because when you can see things from their perspective, you stop taking it personal. You stop taking it personal. If you know Jack was always yelled at when he was younger and now he yells at everybody and Jack is maybe your father or your uncle or a brother or somebody, now you don't take it personal because you see that that's the only way Jack was communicated with as a child and so that's how he just naturally is right now. And it's not necessarily anything that you are doing, that's just how he is because of his experiences. Thanks for tuning in to this week's recap. If you enjoyed that snippet, make sure you check out the full episode listed in the title and the description. And tune in every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays for more recaps. Also, if you know someone who needs to hear this, make sure you share this episode with them. Or if you would like to share it with your followers, because maybe you think a few people who follow you should probably hear it for whatever reason. Screenshot the episode and share it on your Instagram story and tag me at secluded.thoughts. Thanks again for listening and make sure you subscribe and leave a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. And I will talk to you on the next episode.